Casey Bowker. Tonight, we review Party Hard Tycoon and Campfire Stout by High Water Brewing. Extra spookiness added because we're recording on Halloween night and hoping we don't get any trick-or-treaters before we finish recording. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We're cutting it a little close there. We're cutting it very, very close. Um, Let me get into this game music real quick, though. Alrighty. Like we said, we are going to be reviewing Party Hard Tycoon, which is by Tiny Builds. Yeah, yeah. Um, They, as you may recall, made Party Hard, and they're also working on Party Hard 2, but in between those two games, they have decided they're going to do something kind of different, where basically you're a party planner. Yeah. It's... Sure. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Do you want to do news first? <laughs> um, yeah. So before we get into that, there are a bit. Uh, there's a bit of craft beer news that has come up over the last couple of days. Um, so literally yesterday, October 30th, Harpoon announced that they had acquired 100% Clown Shoes Brewing. That name might sound familiar to some of you because there was a beer we had during the last episode, which we reviewed Stranger Things, the game, and the beer Arch Druid. Which we both absolutely hated and may have been our first zero out of ten. It was definitely the first zero out of ten. <laughs> and if any of you know, Harpoon Brewery is one of my favorite craft breweries ever. And they have bought my least favorite craft brewery ever. So I am very, very curious to see how this benefits both parties. Um, uh, so and, and as part of the deal, uh, it'll be increased production for clown shoes both breweries' beers will be available at both locations. Um, Harpoon Brewery's uh, Boston Brewery, I believe probably their Vermont facility, and then obviously at the Clown Shoes Brewery, um, which <laughs> based on how I feel about Clown Shoes Brewing is probably working out better for them because they're going to have decent beer on tap. But... <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if this is going to change the recipes or what... I don't know if it will either, but I think that it may introduce a higher level of quality control because Clown Shoes is going to have access to brewers who, like, definitely know what they're doing and have been doing this for an exceptionally long amount of time. And, like, there are people who love Clown Shoes. They think that they're, like, bubby's knees. Yeah. I have not personally been that impressed with what I have had from them, but it's also very possible that I could have definitely just had really, really bad beers from them. I mean, the one that you picked up is from April, and we were drinking it in October. And it, and it had something crazy inside of it. But um, that being said... I mean, we had a trick-or-treater, so we, we paused yeah, for a second. We're gonna, there's going to be some pauses, because um, <laughs> they started arriving already. Yeah. Um, so, alright, so we'll see how that goes. We'll keep an eye on it, and any collaborations or new beers, we will definitely be trying just for our own edification and your benefit as well. I guess. Um, so the next is Constellation Brands, who, is, who are based out of Victor, New York, which is like 20 minutes from here. They have purchased 
a substantial stake in a cannabis company in Canada. Yeah. So yeah. I think it's a 9.9% stake in a Canadian marijuana manufacturing growing operation. Um, I guess kind of hedging their bets on the fact that eventually it'll be, I'm sure it will be legalized everywhere in the U.S., but so many states have le- have legalized it for um, uh, recreational use. Right. Canada, I believe, is uh, will be 100% legal for recreational use in Canada next year. I think I read in the same article. Okay. I didn't know that. Um, but, I mean, Canada hasn't really... They haven't been as aggressive no. with prosecution as we are here. <laughs> I don't even know if they uh, do. <laughs> yeah, they're just like, yeah, just, just stay in your house. Yeah, yeah. Whatever you were planning to do so that's an interesting development and it'll be interesting to see if other companies um constellation just for those of you who aren't aware they own ballast point they own a lot of craft breweries yeah and they are also they were a pretty they're a pretty big player in the wine uh wine industry too up there yeah like they're way up there for wine distribution they're they're like they're they're a huge company and they have a lot of vest they've got a lot of uh investment in alcohol oh yeah so yep. you know maybe they're just expanding their empire into other they were gonna get weed beers yeah mood, is that a thing mood altering substances <laughs> yeah it could um happen. so yeah so that i mean that's that's definitely interesting so oh, yeah. you know let us know what you think uh if you think this is a good idea if you think this is them just being presumptuous doesn't matter um there's that yeah so finally uh we're we're mentioning Walmart, and some of you may or may not have seen this, but they've got this, like, brand of beer called Trouble Brewing, which I don't even think is an actual brewery. I think it's just a marketing thing. Well, we know it's not. Like, the Keebler Elves. <laughs> you know, like, we like to think that there's a factory full of, uh, well, or, you know, living wage earning elves making delicious cookies, but we know that's not the case. Um, <laughs> this is... And in and in receiving this news, we also found out that it's brewed and um, brewed in Rochester, out of the Genesee, North American breweries. So it's kind of local. But Walmart is basically being sued, I believe, for misrepresenting this or potentially damaging the craft beer craft beer market. So here's the thing: I, I don't think that they're a gonna get sued. I think a lawsuit is trying to get made um but like it doesn't say craft beer on it and no craft brewery really says craft beer you know what no. i mean yeah. Most of them, they, they don't say anything they just say the name of the beer so i don't think that there's really any legal uh problems in this i remember bringing it up either you did to me or vice versa but and being like what the hell is trouble brewing you know it looks like a craft beer but they just got really inventive in their marketing. Yeah. <laughs> like, really? And they put a different name instead of Genesee, which everyone knows, for the most part, if, unless you're outside of Rochester. So outside of Rochester, you're, Genesee's known for crappy beer. Inside of Rochester, crappy beer, but plus they put out their pilot, se- pilot batch series, which are usually amazing beers. Mm-hmm. I just had that new chocolate... Scotch ale that stuff is with hedonist good. chocolate again, and I met the guy who owns hedonist the other day, Ooh. and he told me all about the collaboration, which is nice. Yeah, because I think like they spent like forty thousand dollars last year on the salted caramel chocolate porter. Like Genesee bought yeah a 
ton of chocolate. I told them that was better, but yeah, I like this one. This one is good. Yeah, it's definitely. And then they have a Scotch ale. If you again, if you are anywhere in proximity to like a Wegmans, you might even be able to find it at places like maybe like a Giant or a Kroger or something like that. If you're in those, depends. But it just depends on the distribution, but. Wegmans usually always has it because my brother tells me, "Oh, hey, we got this down in my store." And yeah, it's awesome. But anyhow, but yeah, so we'll we'll see what comes of that. I I kind of agree with you. I don't really think it's going to go anywhere because it's not like Walmart present is presenting this as like a mic a micro brewed yeah um, beverage of any kind. They just put it on the shelves, and, and then they just happen to have a graphic designer who got away with making it look like it was some type of. I mean, really, it looks like a 90s kind of beer, you yeah. know, like a mad dog. Like, it just has a lot of graphics on it. Yeah. <laughs> like, and it's and it's unknown, because we just all assume, like, Weg, or, you know, Walmart's making their own beer now? Okay. And I yeah. haven't had it. Yeah. Probably so- tastes like a Jenny Cream Ale. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, it's not like they were going to get very far with doing, like, Sam Walton's finest. Right. But. Right. You know what it is? Is that I think they're charging. That was the other big thing. It's like, instead of, like... A Genesee six pack or twelve pack, which is like five to ten dollars, if that. They're charging enough for people to think it's per. That's and I think that's what it is, which yeah. makes sense. So it's like in some ways it's um, deception. Basically, you're over you're overcharging people for a beer that's yes. part from Macro Brewer. But it's not like we have to set a price because yeah. There's no, there's nowhere legally that says like you have to charge this amount of money for this. <laughs> if beer. you, if you produce this amount of beer, you can only charge this amount. Yeah, that's not how a free market economy works. <laughs> exactly. So, anywho, um, let's talk about this game. Yeah, let's do it. Um, so, as we mentioned before, it is developed by Tiny Build Games. Um, that make specifically the people who made Party Hard, Ti- Party Hard, and are making Party Hard Two. Um, they made a lot of other games. Too. They have they have a lot of them. Their their booth was quite busy when I went to PAX two years ago. Um, I think they had another. There's like a fist of legend or something. Yeah, like they did that. There's also I think there's some way affiliated with whomever developed uh, the final uh, last station. Yes. Yeah, I think Tiny Build may not be like the builder of the games, but they're the they're ones the, like the publisher. Yeah, yeah, type people. Yeah. Um. But yeah, instead of it being a murder strategy game, it is a party <laughs> sim set in the same universe. Um, the aesthetics are basically the same. Yeah. Um, it, so it like looks like an eighties eight bit. Yeah, it's very it's very much like an Atari graphics. Maybe a yeah. little bit in between like that and a sixteen bit at some parts. Yeah, and mm-hmm. as it has Tycoon in the title, if you remember the games of yesteryear. Uh, theme Park Tycoon, Dino Park Tycoon. Railroad Tycoon. Basically any tycoon game. <laughs> you basically get a finite amount of money, they give you a space, and they're like, go do something and make money. Yeah. You're basically doing the same thing here. You have to increase your reputation, you have to stay within budget, you've got to basically have a certain number of people show up and things like that. Um, so it's it's not the same as Party Hard. <laughs> nope. And... Um, and, and, and for me, at least in the original Party Hard, there were, like, instructions. Like, as you were playing, like, if you were playing it for the first time, you got, like, a little bit of a tutorial where it goes, do this, and then you put the body here, and you can do this. But if you get a little bit too far, this dude shows up and starts messing up your escape routes and stuff like that. So, um, uh, 
this this one's not not as not as intuitive. <laughs> I'll put it that way. I mean, let's just get into it. You yeah, know? I. It's just there's no tutorial. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, you have this conversation with this mystery woman. You can blow her off if via you want. email. Via email, you can blow her off um, because the information she gives you is not necessarily like useful no they say like you can't do one type of party in this type of venue so like don't do a frat party at like a kid's roller rink or something like that but but the examples that she gives you don't match what you get presented with to begin with because the information she gives you doesn't isn't like the venues you get to start off are basically randomly generated. Yeah. So like one time I got a vodka party, which is like, you know, like some really hip, trendy, yep. light show type party. And then there was like a bike gang cookout or something like that. Okay, yeah. Um and then I got the, kids party. Yeah, and like the thing that she was the type of party made no sense at all given what you were actually given. You're given a fairly limited budget. And I just, and, like, there's other factors, too, like, hype and, like, popularity and stuff like that. And I just literally could not figure out, like, there was nothing that intuitively, like, the stuff that you picked out doesn't say, like, oh, increases hype by 10. At least I couldn't find it. So, yeah, so you have, so you, first you pick your venue, and you pick your type of party. Then... You're given half-assed instructions on what you should put into the party for your first party as to what to do. So she suggests putting in a couple of speakers and a light thing. Then you're given, like most tycoon games, a list of items that you can buy that you can place into the party at which to then generate income and popularity. But you also are presented with a group of characters that seem to be at some points detrimental so like one of them is a hype person okay yes you want one of those one of them is a police officer okay maybe depending on the type of party then there's like a guy who swings around a bat and uh hits your hits your people which is crazy and now we should probably discuss how we really feel about the game yeah (laughs) um it I, i didn't like it Okay. <laughs> I think that part of it is like maybe if I played it more and understood the mechanics of it a bit better, or I don't know, had more of a tutorial, I would have been able to be like, oh, okay, yeah, totally, formulaic, yeah. boom, party planner of the year. <laughs> <laughs> That's you. <laughs> did you like anything? I mean, it was, it, like, it, it did kind of have, like, an addictive quality to it in that, like, okay, well, let me just keep going. Yeah. Because the more money you get, the more things you can do and more prestige. Yeah. Um, so it did have some redeeming qualities. But, I, I don't know, it was just kind of frustrating that, like, once the game, once the party started, you just... Not a whole lot of what you did had any impact one way or another on success, other than, like, restocking tables and refilling kegs and stuff. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what my notes were here. Uh, We already talked about how shitty the tutorial is. Um, I said the music is amazing, and I like the graphics. Again, they stayed consistent with Party Hard. Mm -hmm. Um, 
Yeah, everyone left because I didn't have any free tables. I didn't even know what that meant. Yeah, I don't know. I, I have know what that no meant idea what that meant. Because, I mean, yeah, like, I put tables out that had food, and you have to, like, refill those. But there was nothing to indicate that, like, you had to pay money for those. Yeah. Or maybe it was, like, there were too many people at the party and not enough tables, which they don't necessarily say, oh, this will feed, like, 35 people. Yeah. That's That part of it's not intuitive at all. No, and then I wrote, you know, once the party started, I couldn't add any more to the gameplay. Um, yeah, like, even sometimes, if you're having a real party, you can you can pull a mulligan and be like, dude, I need you to go get a case of beer. Right, like, right, get more ice, get something. Yeah, um, hire a stripper, do something. <laughs> typical Jackie party, yeah. <laughs> um, we also couldn't, couldn't uh, speed it up, which is, like, yeah. inherent in any... Sim that I've ever played. Yeah, you, that you speed can it up. So any of them. Yeah. So, um, you know, my overall thoughts that I wrote to sum it up were: there needs to be more direction in the game. They need to tell you more, and it's a half. I wrote half baked idea, but really, what it means is like it just doesn't seem like they really thought it out. If you gave me a party planning game that almost beat for beat copied roller coaster tycoon or any of those other games where you just you know put those things in you get you give me a speed up thing you give me um the ability to add more as the party goes on you gave me a tutorial that takes like an hour to learn because it really should or at least five minutes um then i would have had different thoughts on the game but it seems like they really just did a half of a game like, they just yeah. really didn't think it out Or they're like, well. oh, people will figure it out. No, 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 no. No, and it's like, in the reviews on Steam right now are horrible because of that. Because it's just like... So it I wasn't crazy. doesn't go. Yeah. No, no, no. Like, I read... So, it's at mixed right now. Mm. But most of the... Even the positive ones were like, I could play this game for two hours. And then, I, it, then it gets to, like, be too repetitive. And I don't know what to do. It doesn't really progress where like even though in party hard i mean really you're just going and killing people and stuff like that but they give you so many different ways to do so every party is different Mm -hmm. um you do have to get smart with how you kill people and nobody can do the same thing i can go and approach the party and jackie can approach the party completely differently so with this yes you could you could approach it completely differently but it just it's just not fun at the end of the day (laughs) It's not a fun game. So, on that bombshell, (laughs) what would you rate it out of ten? Two, and that's two points, one for graphics, one for music. Yeah. Yeah, I... I'm gonna... I'm gonna probably give it a three, just because I think I might have been part of the problem with my playthrough. But... You and I seem to have similar ideas, so I'm not crazy. And I read the other reviews. That's really consistent across the board, those feelings. That yeah. the tutorial's not there, there's really not much to go off yeah, of. Yeah, I mean, even even if you had each of the things, like say, hey, this will increase your hype, or this will do this. Give me like a starter level, you know yeah. what I mean? Like even in Party Hard, there's a starter level in a way, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, yeah, you get... Two venues and, like, a couple of party scenarios, but you don't, like, it doesn't tell you which one's easier than the other, necessarily. Right. So, um, 
So yeah, I I did three out of ten. Mm-hmm. So, but that being said, it's an indie game. They're always in development. I'm sure with this being what the first or second week that it's been out. First, it came out last. Yeah. I think actually I think it came like one week ago. Yeah, right. And we yep, yeah. and we received a demo copy of it to review. So this is not. Thank you, Tiny Build. Thank for you, Tiny Build. They'll probably never demo. send us anything again. <laughs> Um, but if you do want to pick it up, it's on Steam right now for ten dollars. Um, my hope is that it's just they put it out and they're planning to do more with it. But hopefully, they'll take some of our feedback and do something else to fix it. Tiny Build, as a publisher, has put out consistently good games. So if you do listen to this, it's. It's really, it's hard to say these things because we love Party Hard so much. Mm -hmm. We dedicated a whole 25 minute video to it. You know what I mean? Like, it's a great game. And and the other games in the library are good games. It's Mm -hmm. just that this one just seems like it's such a half-baked idea. And it really just needs a lot of work in order to be successful. But if you add the tutorial, you add some of these little tweaks... It could be a fun game because you have that base. I mean, what I thought it was going to be before we even played it was I thought you'd make the party and then you send the killer in. Like, you almost, like, set up the kills. You know what I mean? Like, you're, you're like, the final destination architect. And I thought that that would have been a really cool way to continue on Party Hard where you make the party where then he goes in. So when you press play, he, like pushes someone into a fire or you know what I mean like yeah. kills the cow like or, that to me would have been really cool the, yeah I mean my my thought on it was you're building a party specifically to prevent the killer from or you succeeding could do, that's another way to do it yeah too. I mean yeah. obviously Casey wants everyone to die Apparently. and me having <laughs> it's Halloween <laughs> yeah it's Halloween yeah but um but yeah I, I agree with you all right it's uncharacteristic that we would give such a negative review to a game franchise that we love so much, but... Well. Yeah. Let's go to the beer. <laughs> all right. On that. So, yeah. all right. So, the beer itself, um, as we mentioned in the last episode, we went to a beer festival, and it was amazing. Yes. The weather was super nice. Yep. Um, we found this little, like mom and pop owned shop that had this is a convenience store it's a convenience store so it's not specifically intended to do a bunch of beers but the guy had a ton of beer there i honestly and i'm not even exaggerating so we went to Horseheads. um that's where we stayed at an airbnb and then the beer festival was at watkins Glen. this place was 80 percent beer and 20 percent the other stuff that you'd find like lotto tickets cigarettes pop you know what i mean like that you'd find it at a convenience store spam spam yeah. but like it really was beer as his main yeah thing. and we like we were like ready to be done and we we're just like okay yeah this is a great selection given where we are and the size of this actual thing. and he goes oh yeah and i got a couple hundred more back in the cooler yes so we like went back in the cooler i was 99 percent sure he was gonna lock us in there and we'd be murdered but that's just me but yeah, he we're he in, he in fact had hundreds and hundreds of beers back there, and then he had like backstock of even like even like good beer. This is not we're not talking like fifty different flavors of Natty Light. No, this is good quality beer and beers that, and you know, obviously we drink a lot. Um, we haven't even heard of some of these beers. Yeah, 
So this one specifically. um, Yeah, I haven't heard of this one. Which is made by High Water Brewing out of California. Uh, On the bottle, it looked like they had won a couple of awards for this specific beer. Yep. Didn't catch the exact award, or do I or recall it? But it has won some rewards, uh, awards rather, Um, and it is their s'more campfire stout. Campfire stout. Yeah, it's called campfire stout. It's a six point five ABV and is an American stout, so it's a pretty dark beer. Um, It's pretty darn opaque. Yeah. You yeah, can't you're see seeing, you're not seeing through this. Can't see much light out of this one. Um and it smells like chocolate, like a Tootsie roll. Very similar to how uh the chocolate scotch ale from Jenny that we were mentioning earlier kind of smells. So you get strong aromas of of chocolate. You get a little bit of the mallow, as they would yeah. say in a little uh, bit of a, like a toasted <laughs> little toasted marshmallow. Yeah. And uh there's also a little bitterness into it so like a little bit of a, like a bitter chocolate yeah smell like a dark so chocolate you're not overwhelmed with like sweetness no no so it's very drinkable it's not like you're having like a milkshake although this might make a pretty delicious boozy milkshake if you blended it up with some stuff yeah yeah actually um if we had any left which we don't we don't no we drink this bottle <laughs> um but yeah and the taste of it too is you can definitely you can taste like a little little hint of graham cracker you can taste the marshmallow oh yeah you can taste the chocolate and you can taste the beer and i think the the combination of flavor and the relatively low abv definitely in my book makes this a winner yeah this is just like you said at the at the beginning like this is a drinkable beer um like I get that it's a is a stout, and maybe you don't want to drink stouts during the summer. I personally don't believe in those sort of things. I don't believe that. I do believe that like there's certain like sours I don't think I would drink ever. I, I hate them to begin with, but I wouldn't drink during the winter time. Mm-hmm. But there's people who are like, I'm not going to drink a stout during the summer, and I'm not, and I I don't believe in that. I'll drink yeah. anything all My year. My husband's round. the same way. He doesn't like to drink dark beer during the summer. But that being said, but this is this is a campfire. Right yeah, here. it's it's a it's a campfire. It's a delicious beverage that would go really well in the fall, like we're in now, like in the winter and whatnot. Um, it does remind me a little bit. There's this beer by Three Huskies in Canandaigua. Um, so if you live in the area, they have one, and they they release theirs during the summer. It's like a it's like a campfire style. It's very similar to this one. It's really good. Um, but this came out during the spring. This one came out during the spring. Yeah. So maybe. Maybe we're... Well, because then you get people, like, they're going camping and Yeah, summer. oh, yeah. It's yeah. spring and summer, and kind of, like, bring that thought to your brain. Um, I actually think it's good timing because with that being the case, you really can continue it through all the campfire season. So right at, you know, right as spring's happening, through the summer, early fall, all the campfires. Exactly. <laughs> all of them. Exactly. <laughs> In the hopes that it's all drunk by the time people are not camping anymore. Yeah, because right. some people are here in Western New York. It's gonna be about two days. <laughs> yeah, probably have snow. Yeah. Um, oh gosh. I'm yeah. Let's it. let's not think yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So that being said, what are your thoughts? What would you rate it out of ten? Um. So, I I would rate this one out of ten a nine. Maybe, okay, maybe eight. I don't know if I'd say nine. It's a very good beer. It's very drinkable. Um, this type of stout, 
I kind of expected a higher alcohol percentage, and I think that's maybe why I'm giving it a little bit less. Because it's um, not getting you as drunk as you want? Yeah, but I mean, like, what's, like, the salted caramel, what is that? Is it like a 9 or a 10? No, salted caramel, I think, is also like a 6.5. Sure. It's not a high ABV. Okay. Um... The chocolate scotch ale, that one's 7.5. It is. So maybe one point higher, I think it would have made a little bit more sense to me, but that's it. You know what I mean? And maybe a little bit sweeter. I like dark chocolate, but um, I like to eat it. I don't necessarily like to drink it. That's I think fair. it could be a little bit sweeter. That's fair. So that's my eight. I, I'd give it I'd give it a nine. <clears throat> okay. Um, I like I like the flavor on it. I like that it's not super, super boozy. Mm-hmm. Um, my only complaint is that I feel like it could be a little creamier, but I, I, the texture is appropriate to me. Yeah. Cause I don't want to drink, I don't want to drink a stout or a porter and have it taste like, taste like a pilsner. Like no, I don't in want terms that. of the mouth feel or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but you also don't get like this like weird like coating on your mouth. No, that you can get no. Some this other is stuff. this is done. Like it's gone. You know what I mean. Like it's mm-hmm. just yeah, absolutely. So so yeah. So like that. I really do like it. It's got it hits all the marks for me in terms of what I want to drink in terms of the stout. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um, so if you are interested in getting it, it is distributed nationwide. Uh, Again, it's by High Water Brewing, California. It is a limited release, seasonal release, so if you can't get it now, there's a chance you'll see it again next spring. Yeah, I think so. Um, And why did we pair it with the game, Casey? So, this was one of those situations where um, we we really didn't know much about the game. Usually we know about something, either the beer or the game. Sometimes we don't know about either. I don't know. Anywho... In the first Party Hard game, you get to see a lot of people get caught on fire. (laughs) Either around a campfire or burning barrel or something. And we thought, okay, campfire stout fits that general burning (laughs) that the killer does. Now, because the game is nothing like the original uh, Party Hard, I would say it's more about the burning of hatred that I felt while playing (laughs) the game. The campfire is my heart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <sighs> well, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, there we are with that. Yeah. And it seems like we either really like the game and really hate the beer, or we really hate the beer and we really like the game. It's the only one that I can think of off the top of my head where it really worked, uh, other than, like, Yoshi's Island, because, like, you know what I mean? Like, the the throwback ones in Mario, whatever, but... Don't Starve, and then the Dark Horse Raspberry, I think is what it was. That was like, I liked both combined. Mm-hmm. It was very yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. So, and I can't remember what we had with, I mean, I loved Planet of the Eyes, but I think that, I think we had a really horrible beer with that. Um, yeah, I think we, it was, I think it was the time we had that brew fist. I think from, you're right. From Italy. Yeah, kept, I think you're right. It was like it was, like an, it was an American beers. style IPA brewed by yes. an Italian brewery. And then Broforce is amazing, but the beer that we oh, had gosh, was, was that was so... that when we did was that when we did the Rogue Chipotle? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there we are. There we are with that. But we're getting a lot more 
uh, Halloween kids than I thought we would at this yeah, hour. Yeah, well, you know, it is what it is. So yeah. what we'll do is we're going to go ahead and we're going to start uh, letting you guys go. Um, Casey, why don't you tell the folks where they can find us? Everywhere. Um, <laughs> you can go to Brewless.com. You can go on the YouTube page if you want to check out the Pumpkin Party, as I mentioned before, and other videos. Um, uh, untapped. Instagram, Twitter, all the social media networks for the most part we're going to we're going to be there. All right. And then if you want to listen to other episodes of the podcast such as the ones we've mentioned, you can go to iTunes or Apple Podcasts or whatever mm-hmm. the hell it's called these days. Or if you're on Android and don't have access to that, we're also available on Stitcher. Yes. Um do you want to mention this? Um yeah, so we are noodling with some uh we're noodling with some video ideas. Because we haven't done one in a while, and we're kind of thinking of doing something with winter beer. Yes. Since those are coming fast and furious. Um, Pretty much tomorrow, you know? Because, like, that's how it is. After, um, well, for you guys, you'll probably listen to this tomorrow or the next day, but right after Halloween, that's when Christmas happens, according to America, so yeah. that's probably when all those beers are coming. Well, depending on where you are, it's been Christmas since August, but, <clears throat> right. you know, it is what it is, so um, stay tuned for that. Hopefully we'll be able to get that out um, before spring. We'll get it out this winter. We'll get it out this winter. Yeah, it's happening. Yeah, it's gonna go down. Yep. Um, but if you guys have any beers or games that you want us to review... Please feel free to either contact us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or you can email us at brewless at gmail.com. Yeah, perfect. So, till next time, stay thirsty, play indie, and have a great night, guys.